It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. That's right. I only did three podcasts last week because I had a monumental schedule to keep, and I just couldn't fit in that fourth podcast, as I always do. But you'll forgive me because I've done so many other podcasts. I've doubled up on some days, and I've given you podcasts that are longer than most other people's podcasts that do four days, five days a week. So you'll just have to put up with it. A lot going on. A lot going on. Cohen Milstein. Who's that? What is that? That's a law firm. And that law firm, according to Wikipedia, which it edited on its own, engages in large-scale class action litigation. And the firm filed a number of lawsuits against two, Donald Trump, during and after his presidency, including a lawsuit which successfully blocked DACA, you know, Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. And Cohen Milstein had made the implementation of corporate DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion programs, a key part of its litigation strategy. So in other words, what Cohen Milstein used to do is go around to all kinds of corporations like Victoria's Secret, give them all sorts of problems until they started to uh, create diversity, equity, and inclusion programs within their companies. Basically, it's a shakedown firm. It's a highly... Or it's aligned high, incredibly towards the Democrats. They love this firm. Cohen Milstein just loves the Democrats. They are basically inseparable, which leads us to the next story coming out of Miami, which once again leads us to the same conclusion that an overwhelming preponderance of Democrats happen to be pedophiles. A 53-year-old West Palm Beach licensed attorney, which he was a partner at Cohen Milstein, has been arrested with possession of child pornography. Michael T. Dulce, D-O-L-C-E, will appear in West Palm Beach Federal Court tomorrow. Uh, and this was uh, last Wednesday. According to the filed criminal complaint affidavit, FBI agents executed a search warrant, and they discovered Dolce actively downloading child porn using peer-to-peer -peer software. Nearly 2,000 images and videos of child porn were recovered from his devices. So there you go. There you have it. Another Democrat-aligned law firm, another degenerate from the D Democrat side uh, being involved in child pornography. So once again, we have to really start to question what these a-holes are all about, where they're going, and what their ultimate agenda happens to be, which by the end of this podcast, I may allude to some of that. Now, going to... Going to, guess what? Manhattan. Manhattan assistant DA nukes her Twitter account after anti-Trump bias is exposed. We all know what happened, right? Trump got indicted, or he will get indicted. And what this is going to do is create a lot of issues for many politicians. Because what this says is, if you can go after Donald Trump for something like this, for something as idiotic as this, then what's stopping people from going after Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, and any other living president or semi-living president in Joe Biden's case? Because now, if they could go after Donald Trump for something as stupid as a $130,000 payment, which came out of somebody else's pocket, and the only real testimony they have here is from a perjurer, Michael Cohen, 
then we could go after anybody for almost anything, which is the real disturbing part. Now, nobody wants to talk about this. Nobody wants to talk about how A.G. Bragg, Attorney General Bragg, the fat pant load that brought this indictment forward in New York City, he potentially broke the law by even talking about the indictment and how there are 33 or 34 counts. And now they're saying Kyle Becker, at least, is Donald Trump is facing 34 Class E felony counts. 34! At his criminal trial on Monday, and his attorney said uh, he will plead not guilty. Trump won't be handcuffed, sent to jail, or get a mugshot, apparently. And that's according to Yahoo News and mirrored by Mr. Becker. So that's the whole problem here. And like I said, nobody wants to talk about how Bragg potentially committed a felony himself by even releasing the fact that there is an indictment and how many counts and so on and so forth. The other problem with this is that we're hearing rumors that Bragg was about to drop everything against Donald Trump because he thought the whole thing was nonsense. He didn't really have a strong case. And as we found out, he really doesn't. What happens? As soon as Bragg starts talking about how he's probably going to drop the whole thing, we get the number three from Biden's DOJ flown into New York City. And then lo and behold... We've got the indictment. I wonder what kind of conversations were had behind closed doors and what other people are surrounding this charade of political legitimacy. Like I said before, Manhattan assistant DA nukes her Twitter account. This is from the Gateway Pundit, and they exposed Manhattan assistant DA Meg Reese and her public hatred for Donald Trump. And people started to call her out on all of her BS And what did they find? What did they find? They found that she not only decided to lock her Twitter account, then ultimately deletes her Twitter account because she liked several anti-Trump tweets exposing her absolute bias against the man her office is about to indict over nonsense, absolute nonsense. She liked tweets by Ezra Klein, notorious leftist douche, I've always believed Trump lives in a fortress of narcissism, self-pity, and self-justification. I'm pretty sure Mr. Klein lives in that same tower. But watching some of the statements he's been submitting in recent days, I do wonder if it's beginning. Shut up, you fucking idiot. Whoa, sorry. So so Miss Reese just loved that tweet. She liked it. And then she liked a couple of tweets from Elizabeth Warren and Ibram Kendi, where he talked about tyranny and bigotry and justice and all that other nonsense. And she is out there as smug as ever, Miss Reese, that, oh, my goodness, Gracious, we need to start really talking about what it is to reimagine the use of discretion to build a more equitable and effective system within our justice system. She spoke at the Institute for Innovation and Prosecution. What do you mean by innovation and prosecution? Do you start to turn the legal system on its head so that your political friends can get off scot-free and your political enemies are drummed into prison on trumped-up charges? Is that what it is, Miss Reese? She is the epitome of awful. She is lower than snail turds. She's a bottom-dwelling, pigeon-gut-sucking loser that should be not in any office that has any kind of power. 
never mind the Manhattan DA's office. I mean, she just, you could, anyway, you can go and you can figure out the types of tweets that she liked. And a lot of people are saying she's the one behind all of the string pulling when it comes to Bragg and why he's going after Donald Trump on these idiotic charges with this stupidity that's been going on in New York City for the past six years. It's her, supposedly, that is the brains behind all of this. But the problem with this, even for the Democrats, is becoming apparent. From the Epic Times, embarrassing. Some Democrats say Trump indictment was a strategic mistake. Yes. Do you want to know why it's a strategic mistake? It's because the first indictment out of the gate is nonsense ass hattery. That's why. And so once the campaign season really starts to take shape, then any other indictment is going to be viewed with a jaundiced eye, not only from Trump's supporters, but Republicans, MAGA, not MAGA, rhino Republicans won't have a leg to stand on anymore because the Democrats' hypocrisy and utter abuse of office and the justice system will be on full display in such a way that these Republicans in name only will not be able to discount it. They won't be able to shy away from Trump. They want Trump as shut up as the Democrats want Trump shut up because they've got their own plans. They work with the Democrats like Mitch McConnell. He's working with the Democrats. Uh, Mitt Romney, that idiot over there, uh, God knows, doing God knows what. They're all working with the Democrats. They want Trump out of the limelight as soon as possible. But now you got Bragg, this fat, bloated jerk who I don't know. I don't know who gets him into a suit. I mean, he the, the, the tailor that he uses probably has to buy tarps from a boating store to get a shirt the, the size that he needs. He's enormous. So what these people are trying to do is get Trump out of the limelight. And the problem with Bragg is that this is it. This is your initial shot across the bow. This? So they're going to try and slow walk this nonsense for as long as possible and try to get Trump as quiet as possible well into the next election cycle. So this comes from Adam Green, co-founder of the Progressive Change Campaign Committee, after inciting an insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. Receiving financial kickbacks. Oh, yeah, from foreign powers. Hello, Joe Biden. Hello, Obama. Pressuring local officials to overturn the 2020 election results. Um, asking for accountability is overturning the results. And numerous other crimes during his presidency, um, which went nowhere, by the way. It's embarrassing and infuriating that the first indictment against Trump is about... Dot, dot, dot. Stormy Daniels. Oh, so sorry, Mr. Green. Oh, just terrible. Even Adam Schiff is embarrassed. I've been very critical, as you know, he told Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC, of the Justice Department and the pace of their investigation. Multiple lines of effort by Donald Trump to overturn the election, culminating in the violence of January 6th. Oh, yes, the, vi the violence, yeah. Uh, please tell us how many methamphetamines you take, you little stooge. And had they, I think, pursued 
uh, that with more urgency, they would have had gone first with, you know, something presuming, and it's a big presumption, that they find sufficient evidence to charge the president. Those would have been the most serious charges. Instead, this is what they do. Oh, so sorry, Mr. Schiff. It didn't work out for you. I'm terribly upset. Real America's Voice host David Brody took to Twitter. He said it would be a mistake to think that the indictment of Trump only fired up MAGA's base. No, this will help Trump and blue collar independence and soft D's. There's a lot of jokes that could be made there, but he means Democrats. Soft D's in the Rust Belt and Heartland. These are the exact voters who propelled Trump. And so remember, this isn't just about Republicans getting fired up. It's also about Democrats. That's right. So now these Democrat strategists, these fools, are starting to realize that they can't get rid of Donald Trump because he will have too much sympathy from the voters out there. His main complaint, his main argument throughout all of his presidency, throughout his run for office— after his presidency, in his again run for office, has been the deck has always been stacked against him through complete and utter bias from the media, from the Department of Justice, from not from law enforcement, from the lawyers, from the FBI, all of the, the intelligence community, intelligence in quotes, all of those people have been against him. This kind of indictment only goes to reinforce his argument and will allow him to get even more support. This is something that the rhinos, Republicans in name only, and the Democrats dread. They absolutely dread it. So what does that allow them to do? That allows them to go for broke. Because if they can't stop him now, if they can't stop him with these indictments, they're going to try and be completely unadulterated in their assault against a former president. Now, the question that remains is, what does Trump have on all of these people that they're going after him so bad? Why are they so afraid of Donald Trump? It's because Donald Trump represents you and me. Well, for the most part. I, I'm not going to let him slip by with the whole COVID nonsense and the whole Operation Warp Speed. And that I still have a lot of trepidation about. But for the most part, and not the least being entertaining, he speaks for the average ham and egger. And he doesn't speak for the elites. He doesn't speak for the partners at law firms that like to download child pornography on behalf of Democrats. Or maybe it's for Democrats. We don't know. We have to wait until the federal court case unfolds in West Palm Beach for Mr. Dolce. But they can't wait to stop him because once they get rid of him, then they can all rest easy. Then they can have their war. Then they can have their social credit scores. Then they can have the censorship that they so crave that for what it's worth, Elon Musk has done a fairly decent job in stopping. So what is the next step that could potentially befall upon Donald Trump? That is that this disgusting, reprehensible New York judge could slap a gag order on the president. 
And that comes from the Daily Mail. The Trump legal team now thinks that the judge will take the unprecedented step of silencing the presidential frontrunner with an unconstitutional gag order. The Trump legal team is considering adding a First Amendment lawyer uh, to effort to the effort to combat this and so on and so forth. If Trump breaks the imposed gag order that they're expecting, he risks a $1,000 fine and as much as 30 days in prison. That's exactly what they want. They want a gag order. That means Trump can't do any rallies. Trump probably will not be able to post anything on his own social media platform. That means that as long as they keep dragging this disgusting, reprehensible, chicken shit case out against Donald Trump, then they're going to extend that well into the 2024 election cycle. And oh, wouldn't you know it, it's October of 2023. It's September of 2023, and we're still under this gag order. Donald Trump says, fuck it, I'm going to say something. Guess what? 30 days in the clink because you broke the gag order. And lo and behold, you can't speak to the public until well after Election Day. That's the extreme abuse of power that these Democrats are willing to exude from themselves. That's right. They leave an odor. They exude nonsense. And Trump even said about Bragg, the corrupt DA has no case. What he does have is a venue where it is impossible for me to get a fair trial, New York City. And a Trump-hating judge, hand-selected by George Soros, also has the DOJ working in the DA's office. Unprecedented. And he's exactly right. He's 100% right. How is this even possible? How could anybody with... Any brain cells, how can anybody that sits on the bar, is part of the New York State bar, is part of any bar, how could they sit there and say, yes, this is a good case. Yes, I stand behind this indictment. This is political chicanery. They want to make sure that he cannot talk. They want to make sure that for any reason, if they can throw him in prison, they do it. It doesn't matter if it's 30 days or 15 days. They want him in there. They want him in there. Do you know who else they threw into prison? Do you know who else wrote a book in prison? Oh, yes, Adolf Schickelgruber. None other than Adolf Hilter. It looks like they are now fomenting this kind of societal breakdown in the United States all in their efforts to silence one man. I don't think these brain-dead morons that call themselves Democratic lawyers, Democratic Party lawyers, understand the amount of vitriol they are going to force the public to spat upon them with, spit upon them with. They haven't done it yet. That's what we're talking about here. These Democrats are up the creek. And this real, real story, the real story behind all of this, yes, it's Trump. Yes, it's Trump. But there's something far greater than this. What you have to realize 
is that Trump is the front man for what this government and what this administration wants to do to every single citizen in the United States. If you don't go along with what I say, you're going to end up in prison. You're going to be drummed out of your job. Your social credit score, once we enact it through central banking digital currency, is going to take a hit and you won't be able to spend your cash because you're a bad egg. Somebody does get this kind of mindset, and that is none other than Jim Jordan. And this is from the Summit News. Trump indictment is about going after anyone who opposes the left's agenda, the establishment's agenda. House Judiciary Chairman Jim Jordan threatened on Sunday to defund any government agencies that engage in election interference, charging that both the FBI and DOJ have done exactly that in their constant attempts to go after Trump. And so what he's basically saying is they're going to look at every penny that's spent. So if Bragg has spent federal dollars, then they're going to shut those dollars off, possibly do audits, and just give them a hard time. And the problem with all of this is that you've got these Democrat bureaucrats in there that are employed basically for life. And since it's an echo chamber, and they all probably lean liberal or World Economic Forum types, they're going to do whatever they possibly can to stop any real debate and stop any real opposition to their deranged uh, agendas. And so Jordan said, I mean, this is a scary thing that they paid a foreigner uh, think about this. They paid a foreigner to put together a fake dossier to spy on Trump. The FTC claims uh, that letters were sent to Twitter demanding who are the journalists you're talking to, meaning, meaning uh, the Twitter files with Taibbi and so on. And then, of course, when Matt Taibbi is testifying, the IRS is knocking at his door. This is about all of us. This is about going after anyone who opposes the left's agenda. And that's maybe the most scariest thing of all. And you know, if you let the genie out of the bottle with the new mode of prosecution, it's not going to go back. It is, excuse me, this is from James Trusty, uh, one of Trump's lawyers. It's going to be a problem for generations. And I think he's very aware of that and very concerned. So do you understand? Do you now start to understand what went on with January 6th and why they're holding those people in prison in perpetuity? Now you understand why they're going after Trump, because they don't want opposition. Now do you understand why fuel prices are going up? Now do you understand why the Biden administration doesn't go into states that Trump won when there is an ecological disaster? Do you start to understand this? They're waging war against you. And they're waging war against all Americans by acting this way. They don't believe in America. They believe in Democrats. They believe in the World Economic Forum, the Bill Gates, the World Health Organizations. That's what they believe in. They believe in subjugation. They don't believe in free speech. They don't believe in the Second Amendment. They don't even believe in free and fair elections. And everybody out there, oh, all you have to do is vote. All you have to do is vote. Everything's fine. No, no. 
That's not how this works. That's not how this works. Because what has happened is the weaponization of these institutions and agencies with unlimited funding, where everyone inside of them is aligned to a globalist agenda. Do you think they care about you? Do you think they care about justice? Of course not. They never will, because you're an enemy. And this is from Joe Rogan with Michael Schellenberger discussing the censorship industrial complex. And he goes, we just kept finding these government agencies, these people who used to work for the FBI. The CIA shows up, DHS, Department of Homeland Security. The story quickly shifted for us from what it was just very progressive people being biased in their content moderation to the huge operation by U.S. government officials, contractors, and all of the sketchy NGOs basically demanding that Twitter censor people. It became clear to us that the government had turned its propaganda and disinformation campaigns waged abroad to be waged against Americans. And that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You can't get around it anymore. You've seen what they've done with the Biden laptop and Ukraine gate and Russia gate. And now this stupid indictment about nothing. How can you see it in any other light? This is a time for Americans to start rising up. And it has nothing to do with being a Republican or a Democrat or left or right or whatever. It's got nothing to do with that anymore because the damage is so profound. And if it's not stopped, it could get even worse to the point where there will not be a First Amendment or a Second Amendment or any other amendment. These agencies are corrupt and they have to be dealt with, which brings us to the Restrict Act that I brought up last week. And this is the ultimate goal. It's the ultimate goal for online speech, but it is the predecessor for going after any speech. Daily real-time news. This bill that's been introduced to the Senate called the Restrict Act is so dangerous. It's If you start targeting social media companies for people doing things you don't like on these networks— It gives way to start just ending networks, ending TikTok, banning Twitter, YouTube, because somebody said an election was fake. So what the Restrict Act does is, if I went onto Twitter and said, guess what, the election is fake, the government, through its Gestapo, finds my account and goes to Twitter, either you ban that account or we'll ban Twitter. Ban one person or we'll shut down Everything. There's a few sections, uh, they continue, that are completely insane. Section 3A1C gives the Secretary of Commerce the ability to identify, deter, disrupt, prevent, prohibit, investigate, or otherwise mitigate these social media technologies if they impose an undue or unacceptable risk of interfering with the result or reported result of a federal election. In other words, do not question us, 
Do not question the results. Do not ask for an audit. Don't ask why somebody like Joseph Biden losing in a landslide suddenly soars to the top at 3 a.m. across the United States because of a miraculous tranche of mail-in ballots that 100% of them miraculously went to him. Impossible. Absolutely impossible. And this is uh, targeting any person or with respect to any property subject to any jurisdiction by the United States. So any American citizen that says an election was fake on Twitter means that they can go into mitigating act that they can take to solve that, meaning they could shut Twitter down, which is exactly what I said. That's the ultimate goal with Trump. That's the ultimate goal with January 6th. They don't care about you or me or maintaining any facade of rule of law any longer. It's them versus us. Trump is the figurehead. They don't want him to speak. But more so, they don't want you to speak. They don't want you to be able to read or listen to people with an opposing opinion or an opinion that goes outside of the center-left radical—I should say it this way—center-right radical-left universe of debate. They want to restrict language. They want to restrict freedom of speech. They want you— to be restricted in your opinions and restricted in your thinking. That's what we're up against. That's what this whole indictment of Donald Trump symbolizes to them. If we allow him to speak, then we allow the American voters to speak. You know what to do. Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Last Call Caravan. On all other social media outlets, give me a follow, give me a like. Remember to add those stars when you listen to me on Spotify or wherever else you listen to. Remember to share me and throw in that hashtag, Fuzzball Nation. As always, I will be back uh, three times, I promise. I'm not going <laughs> to, three more times, I'm not going to drop the ball like I did last week uh, for another uh, three riveting podcast, as always. And I appreciate the listens.